2: Enjoy a weed-free summer at the lake, courtesy of Aquaside. One easy application of Aquaside pellets can eliminate weeds in lake muck. Yeah. Aquaside has been trusted by hundreds of thousands of lake homeowners since 1960. Neglecting aquatic weeds can hamper recreational activities like swimming and boating. Lake weeds can also provide breeding habitats for insects. Make your lakeshore beautiful this summer with Aquaside. Call 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com.
3: Get in the know, nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily presented by Surly Brewing Company.
1: You know that's up to We're trying to make uh, make Jake and make make uh, you know, all the guys that are playing behind Kirk better, including Nate Stanley. So there's there's a there's a lot of competition. I know Nate hasn't been getting practice as much, um, but we have to have every one of those guys ready to, to play the number two spot at any time.
3: I love football coaches, man. Football coaches are the best. They always have to mention everybody across the board, right? Nate Stanley. I'm assuming that was a question about the status of like the backup yes, quarterback correct. competition, right? And correct. he mentions Nate Stanley like three times. He's like, I know Nate Stanley. He goes, I know Nate Stanley doesn't play and, ever. And, like, and no mention of Kellen Mond. Not even a name <laughs> drop. Well, it's because he's trying to—he's trying to say it's all even, and we don't know, okay. and Coach Zim's going to decide. man. Oh my Clint god! Kubiak. Clint just... Kubiak has a PhD in how to speak, coach speak to the media, though—that's yes. what we found out. And how to keep Mike happy. <laughs> all right, this is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, with one mission: we want the Vikings to win the Super Bowl before we all die. It's presented by Surly Brewing Company. Also, a shout-out to our friends at TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. A new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution at an affordable cost. Check out those two CL TVs. We're going to get to guest listener predictor Josh here in a second, but let's fire this up, Dex. Write that down on a Wednesday. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah. It's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions.
2: Write this down.
3: And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write
2: it down. You like writing things down. With
3: Mackie and Judd. When are you guys going to admit that you were wrong, Zolgad? What kind of a name is that, yeah. What's Zolgad? No,
2: it's Judd. <laughs> is it <laughs> Judd or is it Dud? What type of <laughs> The guy said, "What type of parents name their child Judd?" And I said, "You could ask my parents, but they're both deceased, so it's going to be tough." Someone,
3: my I, parents are dead. Stop yeah. making fun of me.
0: Uh,
2: someone, when I was on a,
0: I was on the Back Pocket Podcast. A couple of cool dudes, De- also another Declan and Andrew, and they asked me the same question: "What's it like working for someone or working with someone named Judd?" I was like, "I don't." know. And by <laughs> the way, that it's not that rare name, of a name. My name is Declan, and everyone's like, "What's it like working with a Judd?" Like, I, I, I don't know. Judd's like not. It's not an Adam. It's not like the most right. common name, but I would even right. say it's more popular Bob. than Declan. But I've
2: always liked when people like when you're an adult and you make fun of my name. Okay. Like, do you really think I'm going to think about it? <laughs> <laughs> like in first grade, Zolgad would have me. Yeah. I mean, my name is Judd Zolgad. First of all, you could pick either of them second of all i'm 51 so like if you're like what type of name do you have it's like okay so uh yeah yeah let's um not talk about that because it bores me if nothing you know uh
3: so this is write that down every wednesday we make predictions we hold each other accountable we're the only show in america and we also do this on mackie and judd the expanded version that goes beyond football we're the only show in america that actually circles back to our predictions with statistics We're the only ones that have the guts enough to put our reputations on the line. Three Vikings or football-related predictions, however loosely related they are, um, that's fine. Each week, we keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns. And listeners, if you guys want to participate, hit us up. Send Declan a message through the ScoreNorth app. There's a feedback link at the bottom of it. By the way, uh, you can also, on the ScoreNorth app, you can register to hang out with Judd and Declan in a Gopher football suite. On September 11th, and get a pair of Chill Boys. Chill Boys, making all of us feel very comfortable at ChillBoys.com. The best underwear all three of us have ever worn. I think you're going to find it's pretty obvious how chilled and laid back we are today. All right, Uh, That's because we all got a pair of Chill Boys on. We're rocking Mm -hmm. them. And you can find out for yourself at ChillBoys.com. Yep. All right. Let's get to the accountability session here, boys. We'll start with Judd. You said Wyatt Davis will be second on the Vikings depth chart by the start of the regular season, and the day after the second preseason game. According to you, we're trusting you on this. All right, oh, we're trusting your Wyatt Davis reporting. Mm. But not only was he working the yeah. day after with the second team, he was working with the you know first what? team.
2: I don't yesterday. know if this
0: can come. I don't know if this yeah. can come off yet. No.
2: You know, Phil, I'm going to side with Dex here. I, I think we need to see the de- with the actual issued depth chart. Say it. Yeah. Think. So okay. like, 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 yes, he did get reps with the first team on what would, would that have been Monday, right? But on Tuesday, he was back with like the second and third teamers. So I, I think in fairness, uh, we we need to wait until we see an actual issued Viking depth chart.
3: Yeah. This is very noble of you. I was ready to just give this to you, but I don't think my report, but I don't think off.
2: reporting qualifies as a depth chart, you know, because the team's doing them now. Yeah. Now, if the team wasn't doing them, I think you're on the right path. Upon, when does you know. the team
3: release uh, they don't have depth charts there's out now? There's one out right now. Yes. Is there? There,
2: okay. Cuz there there's a game, there's a game book for the Chiefs game on Friday out right now, but I'm just saying, I think he moves up to two like after last cuts but before the season starts. So I've got time here. It's not wrong. I just don't think that we can give me the point. Repeat. So on the most recent depth chart, he's still third? Uh, you know, I would have to look at that. I didn't even look yet because I'm counting on uh, my guy, Dakota Dozier, being cut. So <laughs> Okay. Well, there might be a prediction or two about that this week, too. All uh-huh. right. Uh, so we'll take that
3: off the board for you. I said Jake Browning and Kellen Mond will combine for over 200 yards passing and at least two touchdowns in that second preseason game. Woof. <laughs> No touchdowns. That's a big
2: big old wolf.
3: Jake Browning was awful. Uh, I said, however, the Vikings will sign Everson Griffin before the start of the regular season, and he'll apologize again for his comments about Kirk being ass. And uh, he said he apologized again to the front office. He's going to approach Kirk himself sometime this week and apologize. He's very apologetic about calling Kirk ass on Twitter. So there you go. Uh, listeners, Kyle said Tim Tebow will not be on the Jaguars roster in week one. Tebow was one of the first players in the NFL to be cut from a preseason roster. Oh, and Declan, you had two things come off the board. You said the Vikings will bring Josh Rosen in for a
0: workout. Can that,
2: can that still be on the board? No, he signed with the Falcons. Oh, did he? All right. Well, there's, that's
0: what I know. Okay. Yeah. So we'll just take that off there. I think they should have. (laughs) You
2: You gave him a double That's fine.
0: (laughs) I, I own that. Well, he, yeah. he tried to yeah. fight. He tried to fight. Yeah. I threw an incomplete pass and then I took the he ball tried, again and I threw another sure. incomplete oh, my, pass. I talking. I, I, I threw it in the mark. double coverage and then I and then I and
3: then I, then I threw at the feet again. Yeah. Oh, and can't that Can't that's can't that still be on the board? No. No. It actually cannot, man. It can't be. Oh, exactly. And then and you said <laughs> <laughs> And then you said Kellen Mond will throw the first touchdown pass in the Vikings Colts game. We're still waiting, any still any waiting touchdown for that. Pass. So these aren't entirely accurate because Judd is actually at 34% uh, when we take that one off the board. So Declan leading the way with a 41% completion percentage, two touchdowns. Judd, uh, listeners are at 36% two touchdowns. Judd at 34%, no touchdowns. I'm at 33% and five touchdowns on the season. So, all right, let's get Josh in here, our guest listener predictor. Write it down.
0: You like writing things down.
3: On Write That down. Josh, what's going on, man? You are a veteran. You've been on Write That Down a couple times before. What is your strategy today, sir?
1: Uh, Well, I got a couple of checkdowns probably, and then I got one massive touchdown I want to throw at the end. I've actually never been on the Purple Daily version, and I'm also here to correct the mistake. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Love it. Love it. So we're going to start with Josh. We're going to go Judd over to Declan, then back to me. Three trips around the room. Let's fire this up here, Josh. You're under center first.
1: Write this down. All right, so like I said, I'm here to correct a rookie mistake. I was on the old Mackie and Judd write that down back in January, and I was drinking the purple Kool-Aid and the bounce back uh, that Zimmer tends to have after a bad season. So I had made the dumb prediction of an exact record of 12-4 and four before Ooh, the 17-game schedule yeah. came out. So rather than saying an exact schedule, I'm here to write that down and simply just say I'm no longer drinking the Kool-Aid the Vikings will not win more than 10 games. So I'm going to give myself up to 10 games. Okay. I'll just leave it at that.
3: Yeah. You had, I'm just going through your old predictions from January. So you had the wild winning a first round series. You had the twins finally trading a top five prospect at the deadline, <laughs> which, uh, that kind of fell flat. So this is a chance for some redemption here
1: for Josh. Right this yeah. Down. I was, uh, I was trying to hit home runs and throw touchdowns in that,
2: that session hey. there. <laughs> Love it. you can't be afraid, man. It was January, man. Things were different back Sh- then. Shooters That's gotta right. shoot. All right, Judd, right. your first prediction. Uh Anthony Barr will not play in the Vikings first two at least the Vikings first two regular season games. Okay. So okay. The earliest he would return is week three. Um something's up here, so mm. something's
3: up. Is is so you have a prediction from like months ago that Anthony Barr will never play again for the Vikings? Before yeah. that, before they decided not to trade him, <laughs> yeah. that's still alive. Yeah. Like if, like if, if this turns into a Daniel Hunter situation where he needs oh. like season ending surgery,
2: then you will have cash. I thought that came I mean. off the board. Interesting. Yeah. yeah no, it's worse. It, I mean, he has the to point, play in a yes. game. He has to play. But I'm going to go with the, at least, at least the first two games. Okay. Write that down.
0: All right. Declan. My, my first prediction, I will say Jake Browning will be cut when rosters are trimmed to 53. I don't think Jake Browning's going to make wow, this team. dude, he was admirable, yeah. and I think I even have another Jake Browning like could start Week One prediction or something. Yeah, but I uh, that. I, I'm just going to say Jake Browning's going to get cut when rosters are trimmed to 53.
3: Yep. Zimmer loves his leadership, but I don't. Can he be on the practice squad? Any, what's the what are the current practice squad can. rules?
2: I think he can be. Yeah, uh, okay. I think you can be at least three years now. Oh wow, okay. on a practice squad. So so they could bring.
3: I don't know if he's going to get claimed on a 53. So he'll I probably Zimmer- he probably pass through waivers and they sneak him back on the squad.
2: I think Mikey loved the fact that he could use Jake Browning as a sword against Kirk more than he really appreciated what Jake Browning did.
3: Which is fine for like the second week in training camp if you're trying to prove a point, but when it comes down to who's coming in the actual game if your quarterback gets hurt, you you you, got to get someone else. Um, Not that there's a bunch of options. Okay, write this down. Write that down. So for people panicking about the Vikings' offense, write this down. The Vikings will score at least a touchdown. Well, I'll just phrase it this way. The Vikings will score a touchdown on a 30-yard pass or longer in the final preseason game. Look at you going back to the preseason well, man. Yep. I'm not – dude, there's plenty of meat on that bone still. All right? There's plenty of regular season predictions that we've already made. You want to tell us off the record who's going to catch it? K.J. Osborne. Okay. Okay. I think KJ has I almost said Zilstra because I still feel like that's still there's on? hope for a three touchdown Zilstra game to he vault himself great... into the Mr. Mankato. Oh, he actually right. caught a
2: 51 yard touchdown pass on the scrimmage from Browning yesterday, and it was not a well thrown uh, ball, but it was a hell of a catch.
0: When do we uh, officially crown Mr. Mankato? By the way, again, um, typically,
3: essentially after the third preseason game. Okay, like we'll have all the information, nice. and then we can kind of sift through. We'll need we'll need Judd. I don't know if there's anyone else you can collaborate with out there that doesn't
2: hate Score North. That's uh, I'll just elaborate with myself. It's good <laughs> enough for me these days. Me and my can of Surly will sit down one night. Uh, all right, we're back to uh, Josh here, your second prediction.
1: All right, so I'm going to stick with the Vikings but skipping the preseason and uh, going off of just uh, the same kind of strange vibe that this whole preseason and training camp has brought, I'm going to say through the first four games of the Viking season, they are going to start one and three.
2: Woo! Yeah, you got off that bandwagon yeah, at the man. last exit, didn't you? Woo! Yeah, there's definitely yes, I some did. weird. There's some I mean, weird I ne- juju.
1: I've never been a Kirk Cousins supporter, but he's going to have that stretch, you know. But just with the way the old line is shaping up right now, it just kind of yeah. seems like they're going to have that same struggle early on, and then maybe they'll turn it on and rattle off some wins. So. We're going to struggle out the gate.
3: It's a longer season than it was before. They ran out of time last year, but now there's an extra game. So. Write it
0: down. You like writing things down. Let's see? That's
3: right. All right, back to Judd, your second prediction.
2: All right, sort of playing off what Declan said, but in a different way. The Vikings will enter the season, the regular season, with a backup quarterback not named Jake Browning or Kellen Mond. Now, Kellen Mond, just to be clear, is, in my opinion, going to make the roster as the third quarterback, but he's not going to be the backup that's off the record. I'm assuming. That's that's. But uh, no, just don't use, don't use it against me. That I'm saying backup quarterback. I'm not saying the third guy. So what I'm saying they're going to do is they're going to get a veteran guy that can back up Kirk yeah. Cousins, and it's not going to be Browning, and then Mond will be the third guy. So the backup, the backup, the number two quarterback will not be Jake Browning or Kellen Mond. Got so it.
3: if the if you do get your wish that you've been for like the last two weeks, you've you've been on this, right? If you do get your wish, how are you going to celebrate the Vikings bringing in a
2: backup quarterback <laughs> with veteran experience, Judd? Um, boy, what would I do? Hold on a second. I got to think about this. You caught me off guard. Oh, you know what? I got it. I'm going to go to Minnesota's favorite IPA. In fact, I'm going to go to my fridge and pull out Minnesota's I, favorite IPA, Surly. Now, I'm going to pull out a, a Furious. But, folks, I've got, if you can see this here, I bought this last w- weekend. That's right. These are just four of the choices. The now, there's the, the Furious, but let's just say I've sampled all of these, and they are all fantastic. Because when you're talking surly, you're talking happiness. You know what? For the first time, you're happy. For the first time, surly means happy. Judd's like, and
3: for th- the first time in my life, I'm happy. As
2: Declan said, as Declan <laughs> said on Twitter last weekend, I've never seen Judd this happy, and he's exactly right. Because last night. I'm watching the Twins game, and I'm like, this game sucks. But you know what? I'm happy because I got Surly Furious right in front of me. And that's all because, as they say it's Surly, you do enough settling in life. So crack open to Surly Furious. Enjoy the IPA that revolutionized Minnesota craft beer. Don't settle. Get Surly. And come on, get half. And also,
3: before Declan chimes in
2: with his second
3: prediction, so uh, the the Minnesota Lottery wants you guys to know about these Vikings scratch games. There's a $5 game that can win you up to $100,000, and there's a $2 game that can win you up to $15,000. And if you don't win, there's great second-chance prizes like Vikings tickets and merchandise. So be sure to check out and play the Vikings scratch games from Minnesota Lottery. Say, I'm in to Vikings scratch games. Must be 18 or older to play. Dex, what's your second prediction? Write it
0: down. You like writing things down. Uh, a offensive line prediction from me. Rashad Hill will start week one at left tackle, but not mm-hmm. week two. Okay. So Rashad Hill will start week one at left tackle, but he will not start week two. Okay. It's going to be a so, one and so, done scenario or possibly an injury. But yeah, likely the yeah. first part.
3: And that so that could either be like Darius is ready for week 2 or Hill was so bad in week 1 that they just need another emergency option Correct. I guess as
0: Write this as well. down.
3: I can't believe nobody has pulled the trigger on this one yet so I guess I will. Write this down. Dakota Dozier will not make the Vikings 53 man roster for week 1. Dakota Dozier will not make the Vikings
0: 53 man roster for week 1. Surprise right. like uh when they resigned yeah. him none of us made that prediction. Like what do you what he got resigned like in Early summer, late spring or something? I'm surprised yeah. maybe one of us didn't make that either.
3: Well, I think we all assumed, oh, they must really love him more <laughs> than we thought. And they did. They literally had him as a starting guard for the first chunk of preseason. And now it looks like he's fallen to, like, the third spot, which is which makes sense. And honestly, that's sort of the evolution of how training camp was probably supposed to play out. You know, Ole Udo inexperienced. Wyatt Davis, rookie, coming into the league for the first time and, like, let those guys... Climb their way up the ladder. And-
2: White Davis scoring very well. PFF loves them.
3: They do. They do. All right, uh, Josh, your third and final prediction.
1: All right, so i got to give credit for this one because it's my buddy Alex that wants me to put this out there. Mm-hmm. He's got a big bet in Vegas for this one. So just, you know, trying to will it happen. And this goes completely against my first two predictions. So <laughs> write this down. The Vikings will win the Super Bowl. And Justin Jefferson will be named MVP.
3: Wait, of the league or of the
1: Super Bowl. <laughs> of the Super Bowl. Okay. Wow, dude. So we just went from a
3: <laughs> couple of Vikings train wreck predictions. I love the hedge here. Yeah, I love the hedge. Yeah. So what's his
1: bet? Uh that's exactly what his bet is. The you know, the Justin Jefferson. And how, MVP how much did he put Super down?
2: Bowl? How what what financial
1: I think it's figure? a hundred dollar bet. Okay. And I think it pays out like Somewhere in five figures. I would hope yeah. so.
3: I feel like with, with Josh here and then with, uh, was it, it was Craig on Mackie and Judd, write that down today. Like the first part of the parlay is enough for a touchdown pass on its own. And then you guys keep adding things that make it even harder. So the top. like <laughs> if the Vikings win the Super Bowl and Kirk Cousins wins the MVP, we literally have to buzz you on the next show because it's incorrect.
1: <laughs> But that's right. I love it. That's, that's your 99 yard touchdown right there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bernard Barry. So,
3: Josh, great work since you've got this platform again now for the third time. Is there anyone else in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to write that down?
1: Absolutely. This time I would just like to thank my uh, wife for putting up me on Sundays because she has to deal with football all day long. And then not only that, she also has to deal with me listening to Vikings Ventline as I'm wandering around the house after the game. So thank you for letting me do that. And then I'll just apologize in advance to my uh, son. He's only two years old, but unfortunately he probably is going to be a Vikings fan. So just sorry ahead of time, buddy. Uh, you'll, uh, we'll, we'll go down to Missouri together. How do the doctors determine
3: <laughs> that? Like you go to a checkup, like the one-year checkup, and the doctor's got the stethoscope and he's checking like – for the vitals, and he turns. He takes the stethoscope off, and he turns to the parents, Josh, and his <laughs> lovely family, and says, "I've got some bad news. Your kid's a Vikings
2: fan." Yeah. No
3: oh, God. Bad. Oh the horror! <laughs> oh the horror! You
2: know, you know, oh,
3: Blair Walsh. Oh, I feel true. bad for oh, mom.
2: It's true. I feel bad for mom. Then though, because yep. now, now there's going to be two of you that she has to listen to roam around the house trying to figure out how the hell the Vikings just lost. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Amazing. maybe he'll get started in a few years and pick a new team or something. Amazing. Yeah, the Packers, right. you'll throw them out.
3: That's Josh <laughs> and his masochistic Absolutely. family. Absolutely. We'll get you We'll get you on again, man, and uh, we're looking forward to tracking your predictions. We'll see you, Josh. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. All right. Guess, Write this down. Listener predictor. Judd, back to you. Your third prediction.
2: Zach Wilson will be named the NFL AP Offensive Rookie of the Year. Wow. Zach Wilson. with that um,
3: train wreck of a the teammate collection, yeah,
2: I know. But I, I, think this kid's got it. I think this kid's yeah, got man. it. And Trevor Lawrence, I still think he's going to be absolutely fine. But I actually think Jacksonville's going to be a bigger mess. Um, Jacksonville not,
3: feels very messy.
2: I'm not very the Urban messy. Meyer thing. I'm not a huge fan there. Like I, no. I'm not a big Nick Saban Urban Meyer. I'll just go from being a controlling college coach, and I'm really good at that. To the National Football League, I think that's uh, I think that's got a lot of peril to it. The Tebow thing was weird, right? Yeah, yes. It's just and, like like what are you guys doing? But Urban Meyer, it's weird too. I mean, this guy claims I think to have left both of his past two jobs because of like health concerns and stuff. And now you're going to take over a bad NFL team? Yeah, yeah. It's a uh... Write this down. It's
3: a train wreck franchise. It's a train wreck franchise. All right, Declan, your final prediction.
0: All right, this one's very strange, and I meant to make it a couple weeks ago, but then got jam-packed with other predictions. So there was a note in Falcon's training camp that Laquan Treadwell was having a hell of a camp. Like, his, t- his coaches were praising him. Sounds like he's turning some heads. Best shape of his life. Best shape of his life, running up and down those stairs, right? So I'm going to say this. Laquan Treadwell will set career highs in yards, receptions, and Whoa. touchdowns this year Whoa, with the Atlanta don't Falcons. bang your head on that low bar you're saying No, no, there. no, not at all. But he will set career highs, which would be 36 receptions, two touchdowns, and 303 yards for him to have all that come true for me.
3: Wow, so he caught 35 passes for 300 yards in 2018. Say, yeah. I'm actually sort of surprised. I didn't think he had that much production. And a touchdown that year, right? Yep,
2: one, yeah. Yes, he I guess did the have Packers, a touchdown. I think in Green Bay. Um... Careful Dex because the last time I looked at a Falcons depth chart. Yeah. Uh Will, Willie Beavers was a starting offensive oh, tackle. Yeah, no, they're Ooh. they're
0: Diet Falcons there. Or Diet Vikings, excuse me, there. I, I I'm
2: well aware uh, of that. Yeah. Ben. Diet Vikings with yeah. No, that's But
0: Matty Ice. Maddie Ice uh, is gonna make make Laquan tread I well. I feel Matty Ice you is know?
2: old. I feel I feel like he is that Super Bowl opportunity was probably a last golden chance where, where he was a with a damn good quarterback. I don't know that Matty Ice Dude, how that. terrible
3: would that feel? Like, it wasn't even really his fault. Like, they took a lead, and then the Patriots just marched in the second half. Yeah. Got, yeah. God, you would probably think about that all the time. Right all that. the time. Especially now when you look around and, like, Julio Jones is gone.
2: and What's worse? The, the decision by the Seahawks to try and have Russ throw the pass that got picked at the end against the Patriots when, when they were on the uh, goal line or the Falcons meltdown.
3: Which, the Falcons meltdown. I think the Falcons, the Falcons, Falcons meltdown.
2: meltdown. Okay.
3: Yeah, the Seahawks thing was a bang bang game. It was back and forth. You know, it just yeah. Obviously, you'd feel terrible about that too because you were one yard away. Right. But like the Falcons literally had like a three and a half touchdown lead. Yes, they did also, in the second half yeah, of the Super
0: Bowl. The Seahawks also won the Super Bowl the year before too. So like you've kind of yeah feel a little bit better about that. Where the Falcons are the Falcons.
3: Would you guys rather blow a three and a half touchdown lead? Like if you're following the Vikings here. Have them blow, like they make it to the Super Bowl, but they blow a three-and-a-half touchdown lead. Yep. Or just not make it to the Super Bowl at all. I'd rather do, I'd rather not go okay. and have it happen in the NFC title game than have that happen in the second half of a Super Bowl.
2: I'd rather go because, rather go. one, I want to see them where I am actually able to process it, which at the tender age of seven, I couldn't. I want to see them in that game. I want to see the two-week period in this town and plus if the vikings blew that type of lead it would be just another in the glorious chapters of things that they have completely melted down it's on.
3: kind of it is kind of the identity it's like 60 Correct. years of vikings fandom i don't know what we would all do if all of a sudden they went on like a patriots well that's yeah that's aggressive let's say they went on even like a you know, like a cowboys run in the 90s where they win like three championships in four or five years and it's kind of a mini dynasty, which literally sounds laughable to say about the Vikings because we 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 mentally can't compute what that would feel like <laughs> correct but i I think it would change the personality of the Twin Cities I legit do yeah, like we oh, yeah there's a there's thirty years of of fans and a, a generation and a half or more of people that like our
2: sports identity is woe is me yep. you know sort of insecure. If that you know? happened, if the Vikings went on a run of great success, you'd have a lot less people being upset about people like us who want to set expectations. Like the expectations then would naturally shoot up because people would say, oh, we've done it now. We should be able to <laughs> do it. I, I feel like there is a group of fans who are very defensive of, hey, we always lose. We know it. We just love our team. I think if you win a Super Bowl or let's say you win two – that completely changes where it's okay then to set the bar and the expectations high. Where now there are at least some trying to dumb that down. Not our listeners or viewers, but some.
3: Yeah. Uh, is, Write it, this down. is it? Is it not me to make one more? Dex, did, yeah. you, did, you, did you? Okay. Yeah. All right. Write this down. The Vikings' Week One fifty-three man roster will include at least two players who aren't currently on the roster.
2: Mm, mm, like what you're doing there.
3: and I don't know if it's an i think it's off the record I think it's probably an offensive lineman I think it's a quarterback and maybe an offensive lineman I think they're set defensive line a cornerback i you know i, I guess I could see linebackers it, it could be one, a yeah. linebacker
2: and it could be also a backup safety could be a kicker Colts just cut a kicker yeah Greg joseph yesterday we we'll could talk about that in a second actually
3: know. let's let's get into that uh, yeah. that's that's write Whoop, that down write this down your uh, weekly predictions here. I'll take this off the screen for you. And um, we do it every Wednesday. We hold each other accountable. We're the only show in America that puts our reputations
2: on the line. Mackie. That's right. When are you going to admit that you were wrong? When is that? When's that guy on the left? What does he even do here? What's he doing? What does he even do? He What's he doing? <laughs> what does he, he's do? what does he at, contribute? He's always looking at his computer. Is, is he, he a prop or a real human? Yeah. You'll never when, know. And what does he have to in say He's Twitter? He's a,
3: he's a mannequin yeah. with, at, at 19th, his name's with 1950s hair. Jog.
2: If I, my name is Judd, I wouldn't leave the house. I'd just stay home and drink surly all the time. Well, you found out. Ah.
3: All right, boys, let's get to Judd's camp notes here. You have been observing. You've been taking in Vikings training camp for the last several weeks, and you were out there again yesterday. So let's just go through the list of things that stand out to you from the last day or two.
2: Well, since we uh, since we brought his name up, let's first talk about Greg Joseph and what made, and yes, this is going to be incredibly football geeky, I fully admit. In, in fact, play the sounder, the football sounder, please, Phil. You got um, football. So the Vikings scrimmaged yesterday. This was what Zimmer had threatened to do this after the first preseason game, and they didn't, but they did yesterday. So ones against the ones, twos against the twos, and then and then a combination of sort of twos and threes uh, going against each other. It was purple. It was purple jersey against the whites. It was actually... Intriguing to watch at times. Mm-hmm. But let's start with Greg Joseph. So Greg Joseph in game so far field goal wise in the two preseason games in, in what he's gotten an, an opportunity uh, for field goals and extra points has been fine. He's been good. But yesterday he was on a wet field. But I mean, at times you could have a wet field. He was 7 of 11. On field goal attempts, now he did miss one from fifty-five, and he missed one from fifty-nine. So those are big asks. Yeah, but but, but seven success. of but seven of eleven at least has to make you think because it's not like the the field conditions when you go on the road are going to be perfect. I mean, the Bears <laughs> they got a bad field.
3: Yeah, Packers. Yeah, the you're Packers, gonna play that game's in
2: December, and, and it can be December. a wet or snowy field. So I'm not saying to sound the proverbial alarm right to your right, Phil Mackey, but I am saying. 7 of 11 at least gives you cause for a little bit of pause about the confidence that I probably felt walking out of U.S. Bank Stadium on Saturday night.
3: Okay, I don't know how many uh, special teams press conferences you've had the chance to take in, but like, do you have any feel for how confident the Vikings are or aren't in Greg Joseph? I don't. I really it, don't. It, it kind of feels like it's just he's just... And no I one's really talking about him. Everyone's yeah. just
2: kind of hoping and praying. And, and we also sort of know how this whole song and dance goes with Mike. Like, in Mike's world, if you're, a, you're if you're a field goal kicker, you are essentially, in some ways, like a quarterback to him, which is a necessary evil on the roster. And if you do your job, you're just sort of left alone. And if you don't, he freaks out. So, like, I guess my question is, after a day like that, I'm – I'm more curious how Mike Zimmer feels than the special teams coordinator, because that's where I sometimes feel the snowball starts to go down the hill of, oh, boy, that wasn't good. Has anyone
3: has anyone? I mean, there's so many things to ask Mike Zimmer. You know, there's just so many roster things right now. But like, has anyone in preseason asked Mike Zimmer, how do you feel
2: about Greg Joseph? Or has it mostly just been avoided in his press conferences? Mostly avoided. He has. I think he's been asked about him. But the other thing is he's never like unless Joseph, it would be interesting today to have had and he is going to talk this morning, but I can't go. It would have been interesting today to ask him how he felt about his performance yesterday, because like I feel like if you just ask, uh, hey, Mike, how do you feel about Greg Joseph on a Thursday? He's going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, he's come in and he's got a job to do and he's doing it. But seven of eleven, I'd be curious to know how he processed that one. Well, the, so the,
3: the the kick he missed a fifty-one yarder, if I'm not mistaken, in that second preseason game, right against the Colts. Yes, yes. Kind of drifted, correct. Kinda, actually, kind of, kind of, kind of faded. Started kind of down the middle yep. and kind of faded to I the right. About that. I He's got a little yeah. bit of a slice, and I would recommend stopping into PXG Minneapolis mm. to fix that mm. slice. Mm. All right, they say Bravo. that kickers are like golfers in shoulder pads. And so if Greg Joseph wants to straighten things out with his golf game, PXG has these new Gen 4 golf clubs, drivers, fairways, hybrids, irons. These are PXG's flagship clubs, hands down. You can check it out. Again, it's a golfer's paradise. Everyone's raving about PXG Minneapolis. Stop in Southdale Center or just peruse on their website, pxg.com Minneapolis.
2: <laughs> All right, what's next on your camp notes list? OK, um, I'm going to go from what could we be perceived as a negative to a positive, because this to me is is probably if there's like a storyline coming from camp of something that seems to be going well, it's this one. Yesterday in the ones versus the ones, I probably can't tell you accurately just because it's hard to describe. How dominant Daniil Hunter continues to look and like my concerns about the neck are now I'd like to see him play a real game first before I say it's absolutely fine, but I think it was charted as three potential sacks. Now you of course can't hit the quarterback in scrimmages, but three potential sacks. Um, he's at both ends. So if you're saying, well, but Judd, come on, Rashad Hill's playing left tackle. I could beat Rashad Hill. He's also going against Brian O'Neill, the right tackle at times. And Brian O'Neill is a good tackle. Uh, Daniil Hunter right now and throughout camp to me has looked fantastic. He's a specimen. Um, he doesn't look like he's lost a step. Um, he looks, he looks comfortable playing like there, there doesn't seem to be problems. This one, to me, is a huge positive storyline coming from camp.
3: That really is about the like the best possible news you could, if there's all the different storylines and different position battles, like at the beginning of camp, if you're saying, what's the number one most important thing you'd say? That after a month, month and a half of camp, Daniil Hunter's ready to rock. And if it, yeah. if it looks like he's ready to rock, then everything kind of starts to fall in place defensively. I mean, they were one of the worst pass rushing teams in the league. Think about a Mike Zimmer defense. And Zimmer defenses aren't necessarily known for like gaudy sack and interception totals, pressure, but they get pressure, Yes. and it's very systematic, and it, it, but it, but it all is predicated on getting that pressure. And with Daniil Hunter out last year, they, they weren't able to get pressure, and then the back end fell apart, and everything just crumbled from there. So it really is the most important thing for this defense if they're going to do anything like they've done before last season. Um, he's he's got to be healthy and playing basically every game. So that that is pretty good news. Pretty good news. He's not going to play in this third preseason game,
2: though, No, right? I don't think so. No reason so. to. But, I mean, he he looks fantastic. Um, the next one, much like a presidential race, I am going to call a position battle. The ballots are in. A position oh, right. battle is Kornacki. over. Are you this wearing your here and in here yeah, and this What's going to there? With, What's happened right here is that we've had... a Here in Hennepin County, we have we
0: a big surcharge of this, and then in Ramsey County, it's over here.
2: It's a position battle is over. It, well fought. Actually, not really well fought, but sort of well fought. First team, right defensive end. DJ Wanham. Second team, Stephen Weatherly. Everson Griffin did get into the scrimmage at times, purely third down pass rush guy. Yeah, I like but it. DJ Wanham is your week one, unless he gets hurt or unless something weird happens and they go acquire somebody, which I don't think they will do now that they've signed Ev. DJ Wanham has won the starting right end position. Weatherly, who I think, you know, he entered camp with a good chance to compete, compete for it, is with the twos. And here's how certain I am in calling this race. They they had what percentage of precincts are reporting here? Uh 98%. Oh, okay. Wanham was with the first teamers in purple jersey, in a purple jersey. Weatherly was with the second teamers in a white jersey. So they couldn't mix and match them. Like that was that's it. Hmm. DJ Wanham, starting right end. Now let me give you a little bit more on, on him as well, because this to me is an indication of what's of the fact that they've been impressed with him and like him. Um, There was when Everson Griffin was on the field. So it, it was, I believe it was a late game, two minute drill where it was going to be all passes Griffin at right end. Daniil Hunter at left end Dalvin Tomlinson, not surprising at the three tech or actually, you know what? He'd be more nose tackle there because DJ Wanham was the other guy inside. Z-
3: yeah, Zimmer did that he used to do that with Brian Robinson the last few years of Robinson's yep. career he would move Robinson it. inside and th- that was that was when Hunter was a backup yep rotation guy and they would put Hunter and Griffin on the edges and then move Brian Robinson to the inside I like it I think it's a good strategy so Wanham, for context last year uh he definitely played more snaps than they had planned because Daniel Hunter was out and he had the second most total pressures of any edge rusher on the team. Odenabo led the team with 42. Wanham had 22 pressures. It wasn't a great pressure rate. And PFF didn't love him last year. But this was really the first real taste of NFL football that he was getting on a regular basis. And coaches seemed to love him. And he had a couple nice little games where he flashed and um, and tallied sacks. So... I don't think he's necessarily going to be like a pro bowl caliber player but if he can just be what Ray Edwards was 10 years ago just be just be a guy that take advantage of some opportunities while, and while help stop Hunter the run, right? yes yep and uh and make sure that you're make sure that you're not missing tackles on the edge too so I'm good with this. All right. Weatherly is not a Weatherly should be a backup.
2: Yes. He should be a rotation guy. Absolutely. So, absolutely. So it so truthfully it's probably depth chart wise it's probably Want him starts, Griffin pass rush specialist, situational guy, Weatherly a depth guy. And but that's him. That's fine. Like he can contribute there. When when you ask Steven Weatherly to start, you're asking too much. It's that simple. Yep.
3: Uh give us give us one that. more All right. because we got we can we got stuff. We got to get to stuff tomorrow too. So give us give us one more. Juicy All right. Camp so Kirk
2: up. Cousins, uh Kirk Cousins threw an early touchdown. The only touchdown the first team scored Ones against the ones I think was their first drive. Uh, Two-yard touchdown to Justin Jefferson, who, who again, was in the red non-contact jersey, but looked good. Uh, Cousins actually looked, I thought, pretty solid. The story of the day was probably, quarterback-wise, Kellen Mond was awful. Like, Kellen Mond, this is the worst practice or game I've seen him. Uh, He had a pass picked by Chad Surratt that was tipped. Um, He had Armin Watts strip him of the ball in in which he brought the ball down in his hand and didn't protect it it was stripped and returned for a touchdown by watts he had another ball almost picked by surat but he just missed it and then i think on the fourth drive that he orchestrated they ended up with a field goal attempt but the Mm. point was this was as shaky and as bad as i've seen mon and just continues to solidify that this guy needs to learn i'm not panicked i'm not saying that he's a bust there are some people who are probably there i'm not even close to it but i mean this is just the process that a third round quarterback who you took a flyer on took a chance on is going to go through
3: i feel like i didn't get that update from the vikings entertainment network uh crew i, th- I feel like i feel like they skipped over that part uh,
2: of uh, practice well, actually some of them said he had a great day
3: i thought it was a little fishy when they when they spliced together some footage of kellen Mond dropping back in practice oh. ball goes in the air and then they cut to like it looked like like a
2: culpepper to moss touchdown reception on the speaking back of, half of the tape, I wasn't speaking sure. Speaking of, before we go, I got to tell you probably the what, one of the funniest, one, one of my top three funny stories in my entire time on the Vikings beat happened yesterday. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. So the Vikings were on what would qualify as either field one or three, I, I think. But it was on the far side of TCO where during the course of training camp, fans who are now gone could watch from like tents. And there's one tent that, that was like a fan tent. And then there's, and that's been taken down. There's a VIP tent too, like big, and I think it gets broken down, but it's going to take some work. So the assembled media is on the grass and walked on a hill to get there. I decided, you know, I'm 51. I'm going to go up the stairs and and go in the back way, basically, so I can walk on a road to get to the place to watch practice. But because of that, I was coming in from a different spot than the rest of my brethren in the media. So as I am approaching where I'm you, going to watch... You've always been known to walk the road less traveled. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm Denny Green. Check for <laughs> Judd on the high road. Judd's on the high road. Just up here. So as I'm approaching my perch to watch practice from, an unnamed member of the VEN crew starts approaching me. Now, um, I've never really met this guy, but I've seen him a ton, and he's seen me a ton. And, you know, Phil, it's just one of those sort of unspoken, like we're not friends or something, but I've seen you, you've seen me. And so he's like coming towards me, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if he's going to say something to me or he, or he might just be going to a different perch. It's fine. Literally. And I've got my badge on too Judd Zolga, t- uh, tier two access or something. And he comes at me and he says, Are you guys tearing this tent down too today or not? <laughs> and I was, I was you like, You guys? Whoa? And I was like, What? He goes, Yeah, are you taking this tent down? And I'm like, I have no idea. And I realized he thought like I was the foreman on the project of the teardown at TCO. So he has thought the
3: entire training camp that you're like, you're the, you're like on the maintenance crew. Of...
2: Yes. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, are you tearing? Now, number one, it's hysterical on its face, but number two, have you ever looked at <laughs> me and thought, yeah, you know what, Judd? Oh, that guy knows
3: his way around. <laughs> if, if, if somebody were to have said in that moment, oh, sorry, but like we do need you to help take down this tent, would you have been able to help participate in the taking no, down of that VIP way. tent? I,
2: I can barely work a screwdriver.
3: <laughs> God a screwdriver. So this so this so this guy's been walking by you like two weeks ago, whatever, like every time he sees you, he doesn't think that's that's Judd Zulgad from Correct. Purple Daily or that's Judd Zulgad, former lead Star Tribune Vikings beat rider and insider. He's thinking that guy is here to help take tents down
2: yeah, and put cones
3: guy. in places. Yes. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> he's the guy. But, I mean, the, what makes it so great is I am the last person I would look at and be like, there's a hearty man's man. He'll be taking tents down. Anyway.
3: Amazing. Well, uh, right. I would recommend if you run a business, uh, don't hire Judd to be your maintenance man, <laughs> but do hire and work with Federated to provide risk management Resources and just trustworthy people that have been around for uh, a long time. So this company's been around for over a hundred years, based in Owatonna, helping business owners. They've got all the knowledge, all the expertise, and they can apply it to your business and help you sleep better at night as a business owner. FederatedInsurance.com, and remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect <laughs> yours. In fact, I think it's very risky if you let Judd attempt to. Do these take look down like the team.
2: hands of a man who's ever done anything that requires <laughs> like? Smarts when it comes to deconstructing or constructing. Those are the hands of a man that tells his
3: wife to use the chainsaw <laughs> in the backyard. Yeah. I
2: don't, I don't start the grill. <laughs> yeah, that's,
3: that's. I'm not a handyman, but I can. I definitely know my way around a grill and a propane tank. So, oh
1: my gosh,
3: famous last words. All right, that's a wrap on today's episode of Purple Daily Daily Vikings Entertainment. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Whenever you discovered us, whether it was at the beginning of training camp or whether it was the old Mackie and Jed radio show. It's been a blast and uh we'll uh we'll be back tomorrow with some more Marconi finalist content for you that's right